This is the intro. Why? Good evening and welcome to Rock Strikes. Welcome to Rock Strikes Ten, the show guaranteed to always give you ten songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today or tonight, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed or leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. I feel like I'm the one drinking on this show. You're the one drinking. Why am I fucking up? Thank Um, you, everyone, for leaving a songwriting credit. Yes. I appreciate that. And on that note, it is time for, once again, the Fallen of 2017 into 2018 is oh, this one. I don't even know okay. what I'm going to call it. We're wrapping around. We, we're, we're wrapping up 2017 with uh, our list of notable dead people. Right. And then we're going to start off 2018. And we will be caught up by the end of this one. With the exception of Chris Sangaritas. Because I'm actually going to do a separate episode Ooh. on Chris Sangaritas. Super producer Chris Sangaritas who died last week. Uh, you'll hear it. Stay tuned. That's a teaser. Oh. I'm going to do a whole episode on him. That way you can hear both Judas Priest and Concrete Blonde on the same episode. I think I'm just going to Google him. Greatness. All right. And for something... Hey, Joey, what's up? (laughs) Hey, Logan. Yes, Logan is back, by the way. Thank you for coming back, Logan. Thanks for having me here. This is going to be a weird show. Okay, so we're going to start off the show pretty weird for Rock Strikes 10, even for The Fallen, and that's saying something, because... (laughs) Because it's not weird enough that we're talking about... (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of an asshole if I didn't play something by this person because this person had a pretty decent career as a singer. It was the hottest thing in the world at one point for Oof. at least a couple of years. And I don't know. I think I know why I'm doing this, but I'll reveal it after we play the track. So let's just go right to it. Uh, this gentleman died on November 18th of liver failure and dementia. And was publicly showing signs of it. As so he didn't even realize he had liver failure? <laughs> Probably not. God. <laughs> uh, but sadly, the last gig the guy ever played, apparently people could tell that he had dementia. Very sad. It was very uh-huh. all over the internet when it was out. Uh, but David Cassidy was, was pretty hot shit for a while. You got him. Mean, oh, like, so now you're going to say. Yes, we are going to kick off. Here, just have a drink. Of yes, beer. right. Here. We're going to kick off this edition of The Fallen of 2017 with the Partridge family. This is Doesn't Somebody Want to Be Wanted. I go downtown and roam around, but every street I walk, I find another dead end. I'm on my own, but I'm so all alone I need somebody, so I won't have to pretend I know there's someone just waiting somewhere I couldn't take another day 
like yesterday I'm dead on my feet from walking the street I need somebody to help me find my way I've gotta get out of this town I'm no different from anybody else. I start each day and I end each night. But it gets really lonely when you're by yourself. Now where is love? And who is love? I gotta know. families doesn't somebody want to be wanted we didn't play this in lighthouse before but i could dig it to have my reservoir dog Stephen wright moment there that's half the reason why i played that instead of i think i love okay. you all right all so right. there you go that was Legit. the partridge family that was for david cassidy <laughs> and that was to service my ego and get that off my bucket list there all right so yes dementia is not funny unless logan makes a joke about it let's move on let's talk about cancer i got I got loads of them. Yeah. Let's talk about cancer. Yes. On uh, November 21st, a uh, year after, or a year. A year. The day oh. after my wedding anniversary. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. We're what ele- day was that? 11-20, yeah. So this guy named Wayne Cochran died. Sounds like a cross between Wayne Newton and Eddie Cochran, I know. But uh, he had the hair to back it up, that's for sure. Everybody comments it's on big. this guy's hair. Big, Huge. white blonde orange pompadour thing right. you know someone said he looked like donald oh. trump had a kid with jay leno uh but <laughs> <laughs> i saw that that's the only youtube comment i've ever read worth reading in my life uh but wayne cochran died of cancer on november 21st of last year he was also in a band called the cc riders that's it but uh, his legacy will be the guy that wrote and recorded the original not even the famous version but we were talking about original versions on the last episode. <laughs> Not the famous one. This song was famously covered by two different artists that had okay. hits with it. He didn't really have a hit with it. But uh, later, write it. Literally just uh, not no. too much longer after he recorded the song, it was covered by J. Frank Wilson, and then decades later covered by Pearl Jam. Yes. Jeremy. Wayne. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Wayne Cochran, the original singer of this song here, Last Kiss. Well, where, oh, where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me. She's gone to heaven, so I got to be good. 
so I can see my baby when I leave this world. We were out on a date in my daddy's car. We hadn't driven very far. But there in the road, straight ahead, a car stalled, the engine was dead. I couldn't stop, so I swerved to the right. I'll never forget the sound at night, the crying tires, the busting glass. The painful scream that I heard last Well, where, oh, where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me She's gonna help so I got to be good So I can see my baby when I leave this world Well, when I woke up, the rain was pouring down There was people standing all around Something warm running in my eyes But I found my baby somehow that night I raised her head Then she smiled, said, oh, me darling, for a little while I held her close, I kissed her our last kiss I found the love that I knew I would miss But now she's gone, even though I hold her tight I lost my love, my life that night Well, oh, where, oh, where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me. She's gone to heaven, so I got to be good. So I can see my baby when I leave this world. Mm -hmm. Right, there you go for Wayne Cochran. That was the original version of Last Kiss that he sang. Not Jeremy. Not Jeremy. Not even Flo. Not even Flo. All right. Not daughter. You got any more? We're gonna do the no, Pearl Jam best no, of. No, no. no. You can bust out rearview mirror if you want. Um, all right. <laughs> this guy right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give credit to Steve the Librarian, Steve Arizina, for hipping me to this guy a few years ago. This is one of those kind of cult artists that uh, you know people should know a lot more about this person real talented every time i hear his stuff it's one of those things like it'll come on the shuffle and i'm like that's a good song who the hell is that it's one of those guys but this guy tommy keen died oh, yeah. on november 22nd yeah. super talented power pop guy yeah i mean just you always, never heard them back whenever i i literally it was about five years ago when i first heard really him. yeah i did not know him back in the day sworn that we had like one of the one of maybe those comps or something like that. Maybe, but I just I just don't have memory of him until about five years ago. It may have only been one song, yeah. and it's you know. Yeah, whatever. but yeah, he uh, hit me. To the, I got this double disc best of yeah. uh, a few years ago, and it's so good. Yeah. Uh, but man, just a, a big loss in the power pop community. He, he was, was well young liked. Said so he died of natural causes at the age of fifty nine. So there That's you go. A bummer. Yeah. So it's like eleven years away. I was I was really like uh, this causes yeah that's, that's what it says sometimes your Boy. numbers up you know I mean that's just sometimes that's the thing yeah, well, here but we go. it's one of those things I have this double disc best of and it's just solid top to bottom and it was like oh man this is gonna take a long time for me to figure out what song to play right because I don't have like a favorite favorite it's just always good to listen to all the way through yeah but then I thought of this because this ties in really well to cnjradio.com it ties in well to the synaptic with Randy Brown. Right. So this is kind of an end joke here. You either get it or you don't. So this is the song I'm going to use to memorialize Tommy Keene while going through this CNJ Radio end joke 
that is going on right now. Uh, but like I said, all of his songs are great. This one is also very good, and it okay. just happens to be called Mr. Roland.
Alright, there you go. If you are a fan of power pop music and you don't have any Tommy Keen, which is spelled, by the way, K-E-E-N-E. That is very important to mention. And not official, but... Yeah, but uh, get on that. It's yeah, good stuff. Not so. official. Mr. Rowland. <laughs> it's not officially not Mr. Official. Rowland. It's just a, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's not official. <laughs> All right. I'm just seeing if Randy Brown actually listens to every episode. That was this is just kind of an experiment. So not official, Mr. Brown. Not official. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on here. I'm skipping a few actually. Uh, uh, one of the guys from the Tokens died, and I, man, I'm just not a big Tokens guy. So I'm, I was like, do we really need to hear the lion sleeps tonight? What else do they have? <laughs> they not not much. Okay. Okay. So we're moving on. So. And yeah, I'll probably if there was like some kind of fan base for that versus this, I'd probably get a lot of shit for this. But we're gonna go back to an episode we did together a few years ago. Okay, one of my favorites actually. Oh. We did an episode called Deep Wave a few years ago where we sat down and picked non-obvious songs from the '80s, okay. like the third singles and you know that kind of stuff. Oh, okay, right, right. Or just stuff that didn't really hit that well that hasn't made it through to the kids you know like you're not going to hear this on stranger things or oh, right. or you know something like that you stranger know things. or it you know it's one right. of the throwback uh, things oh, okay okay so one of my favorite one and dones of the 80s and i just literally found out the other day that the singer for this band died and i was like oh my god because right. i love this record uh, a guy named dave christensen died on uh, all the way up on december 15th okay so just before Christmas, so I guess that's maybe another reason why we didn't hear about it. But like I said, they didn't set the world on fire. They had one album, and it's a band called The Stabilizers. Yes. And their their singer there, Dave Christensen, died of lung cancer at 54. Yeah. And one of my favorite, favorite, favorite 80s songs ever is the song off of the One Stabilizers oh, yeah. album. So we're going to play it again after, after a few years off. Uh, but uh, I dig it, man. Just check this out. And uh, I feel I'm bummed out this guy died. So it's still fresh in my mind. Right. So here you go. This is the stabilizers with one simple thing. Very cool. As if this world had only just begun. We give back all the things we have but one, only one One simple thing kept between you and me We'll build a wall no one else can see One simple thing 
right, there you go. For Dave Christensen of the Stabilizers from the album Tyranny, 1986. That was one simple thing. One of my favorite 80s songs ever. Good 80s. So good 80s. And, I, usually I would say painfully 80s. <laughs> but, I mean, that too, but... But you're saying it sounds 86. Perfectly 1986. It fits... It Yes, the hand fits the glove. So, another fun fact. If you go YouTube the video, which it's out there, I actually looked it up maybe a few years ago, probably after we did that episode. Right. But you know how you'll see some videos and it'll have like the old, the original reel on it? Well, it'll oh, right, have the right, info right. before it. The director of the video, Ooh, which was one of his well, first credits, I think. Quentin Tarantino. No, no. Martin Scorsese. If you keep going with modern directors, you might get it. Let's do a few more. Who? Who? Jonathan Demme. No, uh, that, that's, that's a better guess. Okay, a lot of stylized videos. Peaked in his music video career in 1990 with Janie's Got a Gun and Vogue. And then had a big career as a movie director. Still, still David Fincher oh, directed really? that video David for one Fincher. simple thing. And I remember it had kind of a Boys of Summer look to it. Huh. Where like the guy looks like he's almost like taller than the building and he's like kind of on a crane, you know. Mm-hmm. But I remember it being like the one of those high shot buildings. Did Fincher do that video too? One simple thing, yeah. No, 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 no. Did did he do Boys of Summer? Oh, we'll see. I don't. I don't think he did. Okay. Yeah, that might be Jonathan Demme. <laughs> 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 All right. Who who left us uh, previously? We we talked about him. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. last year actually. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. All right, we're moving all the way over. Now, Logan, I, uh, you actually uh, have a handful of records that this guy has appeared on, and I do as well. And he's not a known guy. I don't even think within the fan base of this gentleman. I'd say his most well-known credit, even though he has a lot of different saxophone Saxophone. credits, uh, mostly for a gentleman named Tom Waits. Uh, A guy named Ralph Carney died December 16th of lung cancer at the... uh, Not of lung cancer. No. Um, Not lung cancer. No, no, no. No, change it, Joey. That was was Dave Christensen. Yes. Uh, died on December 16th at the age of 61 after a fall. And uh, that's another note about that, and I'll get back to Ralph over here, but uh, Mikio Fujioka, who was the lead guitar player on tour for Baby Metal, he just died a few weeks ago from a fall. Yeah. He was 36, though. Well, it was some observation tower or something. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds terrible. How far far did he have to fall? I don't know. There's a lot of high rises in in Japan. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, tragic. Uh, They said that Ralph Carney, I think he said he fell in his house or something like that. But man, yeah, 61. But he was like a, a, a brass guy for weights yeah. on, on a good chunk of the catalog there. I may have seen him. Yeah, but if you listen to those weights records, it's not like, you know, most people when they have... Small sax- change and yeah. heartbreaking pe- vine and stuff like that. Well, when people have saxophones on their records, usually they kind of bury them in the mix. Yeah. But there's albums of weights where it's like oh, yeah. all the way up yeah. front. And especially like this era that what I'm... What was that I'm soundtrack gonna... that he did with uh, Crystal Gale? Oh, one from the heart. One from the heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and this one, which is basically like a soundtrack to a movie that was never made, in my opinion, because yeah. it's so conceptual as Frank's Wild Years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and one of my. Actually, that was my. That was my record that initiated me into Tom Waits. Ooh, I, yeah. Nice. So yeah. I picked a good one here because we're gonna oh, yeah, play something off that, Frank's that, Wild that's Years. That's a. It it may not be. Well, it's my favorite. Sure. Just because that's the record that I latched on to. On principle. What, 1986, 85? Yeah, it's about that. 85, like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. We we actually, uh, a friend of mine had gotten uh, free tickets to go see uh, Big Time. 
Nice. It was running in theaters. And Big which, Time was, is Tom Waits' concert it, film, it was, by the way. It, and, and, but it was a conceptual film, too, because there was... It wasn't just concert footage, but yeah. he also kind of put himself in, in, in the role of running this movie theater or being part of this movie theater where he happened to be playing yeah. at. Yeah. And so he was like the the ticket taker and the popcorn guy and the yeah. whatever. So It's criminal that it hasn't made it onto disc in yeah, this day and it's age. It's absolutely criminal because yeah. I believe me, I was looking for VHS copies of it gosh 10 15 years ago on eBay. <laughs> yeah, forget it. I'm not, you know, I don't even have a VHS player anymore. Yeah, no, it's so long Tom gone. Put it on disc. I don't yeah. care if it's a DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah. Digital download. That'd just be great. Put it out. It's I'd like love it's your, to see it again. I just don't understand the rationale. It's like it's your music. How yeah. can I'd love? It, I'd, I'd love to get my hands all over it again. Yeah. Just but, to see it. But anyway, I'm assuming Ralph Carney is on that. So. But yeah. So Frank's Wild Years is a that that's a key record. Yeah. For for me on a personal level. Yeah, and I could play anything off that album and the saxes be right up front. I thought right. about playing Hang On St. Christopher, but I wanted oh. to play this because right. the, the brass is really on fire on this sure. particular track. So there you go. For Ralph Carney, this is the rumba version oh. of Straight to the Top. Straight to the Top. All right, 
it's never an arm twist to play Tom Waits on Rock Strikes 10. We never. love Tom Waits. That was for Ralph Carney, who was a saxophone player for Tom Waits and on that track specifically, straight to the top. So we, the, be, we, the, we will be playing Tom Waits for the next two hours. Yes. The last two entries will be on episode <laughs> six and seven. All right. <laughs> this. Just well, kidding. Now, here's a lady, and it's one of those really... This is going to sound really bad, but everybody has this sometimes. Uh, this lady died on December 16th. Hair extensions? Heart, no. Uh, it was a heart issue at the Arts. age of 89, which is... At 89, that's natural causes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize that she had been alive all these years. I just figured she was dead because the person that I associate her with had died decades ago. Okay. So Keely Smith died on oh, December yes. 16th and she was the longtime yes. paramour singing Lu- partner the muse for Louis Prima. Yeah. And I, I do do some research on that. Louis had a few singers before her, but of course his commercial no and one peak with Keely. No one made Louis shine as much as Keely did. Yeah. Never. Here's a great story is that uh Louis had basically had moved on from a previous singer and he was looking to hire a new one. Right. He was playing at some beach club or something and Keely wanted to come see him, had no idea right. that he was auditioning singers. And initially she wasn't going to get let in the club because she was wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> and so she had to get a coat on or something. Right. But they found her something. She got in Audition for Louie, got the gig that night. Incredible. She was barely 20 years old. Yeah. And he married her within like a month. <laughs> he yeah. He left a second. Isn't that like amazing? This <laughs> is like crazy. And they had this string of hits, like just iconic songs for me. And I was talking about in the previous episode that and I'm it's not. It's not even string of hits. It, it's, it's performances. It, it's performances <laughs> that whenever they would show up at your town, you just went. Yeah. I mean, Louis Prima was such. Such a firework. Yeah, I, I, I've always it, called Louis... It, he, he One of the first rock stars. Also, I think Louis the original punk rocker. I, you because, know what? I, I, I really would go along with that. Yeah. yeah ask, was, ask Angelo he Moore. Was, he'll tell you he the was, same thing. He was yeah. just over the, over the top for the Kroner scene. Yeah. And, and broke and, as many cultural and color barriers yes. as you possibly could at the time because he was Sicilian, so he is right. like legit half Italian and half African American. Right, exactly. And he's one of those guys they would whiten him up on the album covers. I mean, he went through that. Same thing yeah. happened to um, Chubby Checker. Right. He used to whiten him up on the yes. covers. That's a thing. Yes. That's sad, but that that was. It's been a thing and still <laughs> is a thing Whoa. to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. But you know, uh, back to Keeley, man. She was. Uh, you know the yin to his yang. All the all the generic phrases I could use, it, it doesn't work as much without her. You know I love Louie and everything. Yeah. I love him on his own, but like it was always special when she was on the record. She was always in the background, even on the things where he was the star. Yeah. But they would have those duets together. Yeah, like and even if she only had just a, a small part in the song, it was really, it it really made the song just give give it life. Yeah. Give it that 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 special woman's touch that she would yeah. do. Yeah, the chemistry was amazing. Uh, go listen to a song that you've heard a billion times that I never need to hear again. A song called "I Got It Bad and That Ain't Good." Right. The version oh, yeah. that they do together is so funny. It's like a it's like a nice shine on a song that you've right. heard a billion times. That's a great version, and you can hear her in the background on all the big hits like "Just a Gigolo" and stuff like that. But I want to play this one because I think this is a true duet between Louis Prima and Keely Smith. 
So, for both of them, honestly, rest in peace, both of them, this is Hey Boy, Hey Girl. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 da, 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 da. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, well, all right, well, all right. Hey, girl, you sure look fine. Hey, boy, you're sweet as wine. So let's get together, baby, let me come see you sometime. Hey, girl, I dig your touch. Hey, boy, you're much too much. So let's get together, baby. Let me come see you sometime. Uh-huh. I look in your eyes and my knees get weak. When you're in my arms, I can hardly speak. I hear crazy music when I call your name. Baby, 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 baby do you feel the same? Hey, girl. Uh-huh. How about a kiss? Uh-huh. Hey, boy. I can't resist. Uh-huh. Now we're going steady and I'll never, never let you go. Uh-huh. Hey, girl. I like the way you look. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now we get married and never, never let you go. Uh-huh. 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 In your eyes, and I'm glad you're mine. When I'm in your arms, it's so divine. I hear pretty music when they call your name. Baby, 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 baby do you feel the same? Hey, girl. Uh-huh. Tell me, what's the score? Uh-huh. Hey, boy, I love you more and more. Uh-huh. Now that we are married, I will never, 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 never let you go. Well, I didn't really plan this in advance, but here on Rock Strikes 10, anything can happen, especially in The Fallen, because we just did two rumbas in a row. I mean, legit. Didn't we not? Did we not just do oh, that? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yes. Rumba, rumba. Yes. Well, we're going to move on to something completely different here. Uh, the latter portion of the mid to late 60s British Invasion era kind of coming to a close in its first era. This is a band, I will put it right up there on Front Street, not a big fan of. I really don't give a shit that they're going into the Hall of Fame. Whoa. I mean, I'm not a Hall of Fame guy anyway, but, you know, just... Oh! Yeah, the Moody Blues. Okay, the yeah. Moody Blues guy, yeah. Yeah, so... That's uh, a whole other episode. Yeah, Ray Thomas uh, died on... Actually, he was the first big rock casualty of the new year. He died uh, on, on the 4th of January. And it was a heart thing at the age of 76. They're still on tour. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them's not. The show must go on. I guess so, yeah. I just remember that they had that big comeback in the 80s, but then like by the time the 90s rolled around, it seemed like they were playing the Sheds every summer with that orchestra. Yeah. 
that was like a big, huge deal for a while. I, you know, I, I am, I am not a Moody Blues fan. Yeah, like a couple never, songs. Never yeah. really. I didn't even like the Resurge songs. You know, like oh, Wildest, Wildest Dreams. Dreams. What, were, what was the other one? I know you're out there somewhere. Whatever. <laughs> I turned it. Yeah, I because just, I mean, it, it, I, I just didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah, I think. It, the reason I'm going with this, and it's going to sound like, well, why are you playing this? Jerry? Are you going to well, play a Moody Blues song? I, I am, but the, the thing is, like, Days of Future Past... I gotta go. I do have to give it credit. <laughs> Days of Future Past is probably the first concept album of all time. Like, mm, it's... Yeah. What year is it? Uh, 67. Okay, maybe. Yeah. It ties with Sgt. Pepper. If you consider Sgt. Pepper a concept album, which I don't think it is. I really don't think it is. It's like a... It's like it's the bread. The bread of it is concept, but the rest of it isn't. But they literally, I guess, yeah. If you don't know the bit, you you've heard Days of Future Past, right? Every song on there is the order of the day. So there's a morning song and an afternoon song and a night song, right? And they literally kind of repeat the process on side two. So it's like two days in a concept mode. Yeah, but it's it's just give me fucking Genesis. <laughs> I like Genesis better, that's for goddamn sure. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this song because this is like, you know, I think people have only heard maybe two songs off of Days of Future Past. Of course, Knights of White Satin is the, the big, uh, right. you know, it's it's the Cadillac of the album. The song that. <laughs> the pre- Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is the song that actually leads into Knights of White Satin. So if you're looking for that, you're going to get blue balled massively right now. <laughs> but uh, here you go. This is as good of a tribute as we could do for a guy from the Moody Blues. This is Evening, the Sunset, the Nighttime by the Moody Blues. And the reason I'm playing this is because this guy was the flute player. So this is his baby. This is the one he wrote and he played on. So let's have a little mellow five minutes here. And then uh, we'll be back. we got some great toy commercials coming up. I promise. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs>
Thank you. 
All right, there you go. That was the Moody Blues for Ray Thomas there, the flute player. Flute isn't very rock and roll, in my opinion. And yes, I'm talking to you, Ian Anderson. But there you go. It's the first concept album, you know, so I'm giving it respect for that reason. So there you go. All right, we're moving on here. We've got two more entries. Yes, we have three songs, but two more entries. I'm going to go a little... This is the only time I'm going out of order chronologically because I wanted to do something special at the end of the episode. All right. This one literally just happened yesterday. Dolores O'Riordan, I believe is how you pronounce it. I'm terrible with pronunciation sometimes. Logan, are you a fan at all? Were you a fan? No. No, not at all? No. Yeah. I saw the Cranberries open up for The The... Yeah. In 1993. Wow. It was like right when they were kind of bubbling into fame a little bit there. I'm not even sure if they were bubbling. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I remember I, I, I went to the show with a friend of mine, Kelly, and said, hey, let's get there early because there's a band called the Cranberries and I'd like to hear them. You hadn't heard them yet. And I had not heard them. Okay. I wanted to catch the opening. I always like to catch yeah, the opening acts. Yeah, I do too, for the most part. Yeah. Especially if I had not heard them before, yeah. because you never know. You never know, exactly. About two songs in, it was out at the Fair Park Bandshell, which oh, yeah. is a stage at one end. It's open air. Yeah. And then a lot of standing room before you start hitting... What at the time were just bleacher seats. I don't know if it's yeah. if, if it's changed at all, or I don't if, even if they it, use it, it anymore. Used. Yeah, no, I don't think it's yeah. used anymore. So we we went up there, and you know we got our, we got a couple of beers, and we went up there, and we're watching the cranberries playing. And I think about two songs in, I kind of side leaned over and said, um, "Do you want to go sit down?" <laughs> and so we sat down. At the very back of where the seating was. <laughs> so that's my cranberry story. Wow. Well, it's better than mine, but I don't have any. So That's as good as it gets for me. <laughs> okay. Now, well, I, I did continue to sell a lot, as you know, a lot of cranberries records. So I am not the barometer of sure. alternative 90s. <laughs> yeah. Oh come Music. on! You know, you know, you are. Don't even give me that. No, you know what? I I I, I do have um, true alternatives. I do have. No, well, no, and it just it just wasn't for me. Okay, I, I got you. You know, it was be, not for me. To be fair, like I said, a couple songs maybe, and there's just something about. And they were Irish. <laughs> Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Yeah, we should love them. We're you know. I'm supposed to. Yeah. Right. You're you're full. You're. You all I'm, I'm not full. Well, not full blown Irish, but you I'm, know, like I'm, I'm more than I'm not. But I'm Scottish Irish, and you're just Irish. If we're going there, Irish right? Scottish. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is I. I don't, I don't have an excuse for this. <laughs> this might even go like in the no shame. This is one of those ones that makes it at least like seventy five percent through before I cash out on the song. Right. But I, I guess that's the reason why the song was a hit and probably their most well known song. I guess maybe. That one that was in every movie trailer for a while, that like ballad mid tempo thing, the every possible way. Linger. No, Linger was a big hit too. But Dreams. Like, yeah, I think Dreams is the one I'm thinking okay. of. But I'm not gonna play either like, of those. Because like I said, I sold the records. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna play the rock song. We know what that is. The the hard rock crossover, which actually got played on rock stations. What? 
So we're going to play it. We're going to play Zombie. What? Uh, was go. that a hard rock song? Yeah. All right. Listen to it. It All is. Right.
right, there you go. That was Zombie by the Cranberry. Has anybody made a zombie joke yet about her death or at all? Or... I, I well, I've, I think I've read a couple already. Oh wow! So there you go. <laughs> I thought that was mine. I am. That's awful. Too that's am- yes, that's wrong. It's awful, and I'm too ambivalent to say anything about it. Ooh, good word. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I got to lend that to Randy Brown. Okay. Wow, two Randy Brown references in one episode. I, yeah, I know. I'm barely going to plug his episode at the end of this. No, I'm kidding. So, I said we had three more songs after, before the last one, and two oh, more people. Two. Oh. So we have one more person, and, and two, two more songs. songs. We're going to do a two for, also, for time reasons. That's I always good. I know who we're doing. I bet you do. I do. Two significant uh, hard rock slash metal acts. Yes. With the death of Fast Eddie Clark a few days ago. Yep. Uh, died the last remaining member of the classic quote unquote a, uh, Motorhead lineup, like the Power the, Trio from Ace of Spades, the Iron Fist of the, Ace the, of, the, of freaking yeah, Motorhead, Overkill, yeah, man, just the classic metal albums that are those albums. And did you see that Photoshop where no. they took all of the members off of the Ace of Spades cover, kind of oh, like the Back to the Future God. photo? Oh man, I was I like I was like. Like, it got me right there. Oh, my right gosh. Right Yeah. It was like, wow. Yeah, because none of them are around. Oh, no, they're all gone man. now. I know. It's terrible. But, yeah, Fast Eddie Clark, very important figure Holy in metal. Shit. And uh, bonus points, because after he left Motorhead, and weirdly enough, he left Motorhead over a dispute on just, a, you know, they did a, a one-off kind of EP recording with Wendy O. Williams, and he was completely against them covering Stand By Your Man. He thought it was a joke, which it was a joke. That's the whole thing about it. But he left because of that. Like, that He's was a, a serious fire artist, man. Very serious, apparently. He fucking means it. Yeah, so that's apparently why he left the band. Wow. But, uh, like I said, from that classic lineup, and we're, of course we're going to play something from that, and we're going to play something off of the band he started after he left Motorhead, Hold on. which was... He started it with Pete Way from UFO. Fast Way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fast hey. Eddie. Pete Way. I wish I had a little... Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, ding, ding. yeah. we don't have one of those. Um, we have it on air sign, though. But, uh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, the funny thing about the whole Fast Way thing, Pete Way, even though he started the band with Eddie, right. doesn't play on the album. <laughs> He's oh, a, does he not? Half of the namesake doesn't even play bass. He got a credit on the sleeve originally. It's a but, badass right Who was playing guitar then? Some guy. They gave some guy. Rick Derringer? Yeah. yeah so, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, he didn't play bass on it, but he's listed on the sleeve as playing bass, but they got some guy to ghost for him. Ridiculous, huh? But that first Fastway album, that one's hard to touch. That's a good That's a 80s really good hard record, rock album. Man. So we're going to play some Even though you that. didn't play on it, it's badass. <laughs> but at least Fast Eddie Clark did, and that's why we're paying tribute right. to him with this right. twofer. All right, so we're going to start off with Motorhead, of course. So we're going to go chronological. Okay. So we're going to start off with yeah. a great solo of his and just a rocking track, of course. It's freaking Motorhead. We're going to do Speed Freak, and then we're going to play the first song off the self-titled Fast Way with Easy Living. Nice. So take it away, Fast Eddie.
Closing off this edition of The Fallen, we caught up with 2017 and into 2018. We are now up to date on our list of people that have left us in the world of music, rock and roll, and whatnot. And I hope you've enjoyed these last two episodes along with Logan. Logan's gone for the day, but he just wanted to say also goodbye and we'll be seeing each other very soon here on rock strikes 10 so yeah fast eddie clark twofer starting with motorhead speed freak from the album iron fist and then into Fastway, which was his post motorhead project and that song was easy living off of their self-titled album Fastway. one word all right i hope you've enjoyed this episode Stick around on cnjradio.com for all the episodes of Rock Strikes 10, including the ones you can't get on iTunes anymore. Also, we've got the Synaptic Empire podcast featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative, and all the other cnjradio.com entities now have podcasts that are current, up-to-date, and thriving, such as The Last Theater on the Left starring Chris, which I co-host most of the episodes with him. It's a great show about movies, mostly focusing on horror, sci-fi, cult, and trash cinema. Sorry, yeah, my voice is a little weak. I was under the weather this weekend, so I'm just doing this outro and post, so forgive me. Uh, But also, stick around. CNJRadio.com Wrestling House Show is back. Our Best of 2017 episode is now up, and you can catch all the future episodes by going to iTunes and subscribing for free to Wrestling House Show for for you pro wrestling people out there. I know there's a few of you out there that listen to Rock Strikes 10. All right, we're going to get the hell out of here. Yes, we are caught up on our fallen list for the most part, I've got one more special to do, and then we'll be totally caught up. I am going to do an all Chris Sangaridis episode, which uh, if you don't know who that is, you'll find out on the next episode. Super producer Chris Sangaridis uh, produced some really cool records, so it, it gives away to a lot of really good music on the next episode, so stick around for that. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, PM me for a Rock Strikes 10 t-shirt. Last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete LaRussa and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro that we play on every episode. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, we're going to get out of here, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Have fun.